DJ Barbecue with another edition of the Coda iRadio Network, BTC Uncut Live. We have a special guest here today, one person that I've met several times at Midwest All-Pro Wrestling events uh, here in South Dakota. We have Skip Baszler. Skip, thank you for calling in, and I appreciate you doing the show. How are you doing today? Not a, oh, I'm doing great, Charles. Thanks. Not a problem. Not a problem. I, uh... I'm usually on the back scene, so I don't get on this stuff very often. I hope I don't embarrass myself. <laughs> no, uh, you won't embarrass yourself. Uh, I've seen you in the what we that you guys call yourself the front row crew at Midwest All Pro Wrestling um, yeah. at, at events. There, there's a lot of stories that can be and probably can't be told. Uh, who knows? But um, first of all, what gave you that uh, that liking, and what what got you into professional wrestling? I have been a huge fan since I was a kid, a little kid, when the only thing we had around here to go with was Vern Gagne's AWA, and I was just a huge fan. I mean, I grew up in Redfield, South Dakota, and um, and I uh, I was you know I never missed their weekly show, you know. And when you look back on it now in retrospective, the weekly shows were so bland. But you know, it was always. It was always a, a guy you knew and a jobber, either Scrap Iron or Kenny J most of the time. Right. But uh, and they would just get the piss beat out of them, you know. <laughs> and it was and it was pretty. But I do remember, uh, uh, you know, I, I was just a huge fan. I was a huge Doctor X fan, uh, Dick Byer. That was one of his characters back in the day. And um, it was, uh, you know, I just I just loved it. And uh, as Shana, you know, grew up. And then by the time she got old enough, we had many more choices. You know, the WWF, it was called back then, and, and uh, WCW and all that. And we always watched, and, and she always loved it from, you know, the time she could talk, pretty much. Right. Uh, so you, did you, like, learn her really young when you started watching professional wrestling with her? Did she have a liking to that? Because, I mean, it, it's pretty interesting. Not a lot of uh, individuals probably realize when they uh, – when they, listen to it on the Apple podcast or uh, on the Google play music or a cast box, you know, they won't see the picture, but if you guys look on YouTube at Coda bear club, um, you'll see the picture. This is uh skip Bayless Baszler. Um, I always almost said Bayless. You're not that sports yeah. analyst guy, but um, no. <laughs> uh, first, first letters of the last, the first name are right, but uh, the spelling is wrong, yeah. but skip Baszler. Um, it's Shane, his dad, um, just so everybody can, uh, you know, see that because you can't see it when you're listening to it. But uh, sure, what are some of the favorite like wrestlers other than what you've already named that you remember from the AWA? Oh, I uh, like I said, Doctor X. I remember Billy Robinson's first uh, first uh, TV match on AWA. Uh, at least the one that we got, the feed we got in in Redfield it was just a weekly feed. Um, I've, I've talked to Mick Karch, who was a historian in Minneapolis for you know professional wrestling. He says the first televised match was against uh, Kobayashi. Um, my first televised match I saw against him was against Blackjack Lanza. Okay. And at the time, at the time, Blackjack Lanza was getting a huge push, 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 push. You know, he's a he was a big guy, mean-looking guy, and very much a heel and. And uh, it was, like I said, the days when you had your guy getting your push and your jobber, and all they did was introduce this guy as Bill Robinson. And I'm like, oh, here's a new jobber. He's going to get his ass kicked, you know? Right. 
and it it was an incredibly exciting match. And suddenly the guy won with a pin, and I was or Billy Billy ran with won with a pin, and I was like, oh my god, what is this? You know, and then uh, you know it it went on from there. So he became one of my favorites right away. Uh, and of course, I loved the Crusher. Who who didn't love the Crusher? Right. You know, <laughs> he was. I'm gonna train hard for this one. I'm gonna drink an extra keg of beer. I'm gonna eat some Polish sausage and I'm gonna dance the polka. Love it. Love it. That's <laughs> awesome. know, he was he was so good. But uh yeah, that, those were a couple of my favorites and, and even and I kinda liked some of the heels back then too. Bachwinkle, how could you not like Bachwinkle? Right. He was you That's know, especially when right there. Yeah, especially when he uh when he had Heenan with him. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, and Heenan was Heenan was just unparalleled, an unparalleled heel manager. I mean, just unbelievable. Like we 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 should go into more detail about like about Bob Bobby the Brain. Like he's just the number one. I don't think. I mean, I could you know you put Paul Heyman in in the category later on, but like Bobby the Brain Heenan, that that was like everybody that he was tagged with, and I don't know um, all of them uh, per se on hand. It's like they elevated their game up, and they became like these mega superstars. And there was never a dull moment, especially even if he was on the microphone. Oh, he he had the best sarcastic one-liners ever on wrestling. I mean, he would just he would just come out with them, you know. He uh, he, he was he would uh, El Bobby. The brain was great. I remember uh, if if you go on Facebook on uh, Slick Mix Old School Wrestling page, which uh, Mix pages, his cover photo is is the brain. Nice, right there. You know, I mean, he uh, the brain was just uh, you know I I don't you, how do you describe him? You know, he always had a one liner right. for every situation. You know, he was just he was so quick and so funny, and, and I mean, he just. You couldn't, you hated him, but you couldn't really hate him, you know, because, but he, but, uh, in the early days, early days, that was AWA with Shayna's Maine when she was five or six years old. Uh, okay. Super Ninja, Super Ninja was a short-lived character on, uh, AWA, and she was in love with that guy. She just, she had a black ski mask, uh, stocking hat that she'd wear, and she'd come out and she'd attack me from behind and stuff, you know, and we'd have to right. put on a little match in the living room and. And she'd body slam me, Dad. Body slam me. So I'd, I'd take her. We'd go into her room and I'd body slam her on the bed. And I'd tell her, "Now you got to sell it. You got to sell it." You know. So she was even working on the sell back then. You know. Right. And uh, you know, it was that. That's where she started. And then, like I said, soon a lot of other uh, other other options became available for wrestling. And she, you know, never quit following it. You know, we, I never quit following it. Did you guys watch uh, WCW more often than WWE, WWF at that point? No, no. Uh, we were a WWF bunch. Uh, she liked, she liked, uh, she liked the Hulkster, of course. Who didn't? What kid didn't? Right. You know? And uh, and and so we watched that more than we watched uh, WCW back then. WCW was didn't quite have the slick. WWF was the first one to come along. It had that slick packaging, you know. Right. Vince. You know, Vince was a uh, was just a master. He, you know, how, how do you explain it? Like, like I the said, produce, he producing factor and the editing yeah, and all that stuff was a lot smoother. Yeah, yeah even smoother than it is now. Things went snap, 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 and now sometimes it seems like, you know, they kind of drag. But, but uh, oh, uh, and then later on, of course, she was a big fan, and I was too of the Baron. 
you know, uh, the claw master. Oh yeah. 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 We'd, we'd incorporate that into our living room matches, you know, much to the consternation of her mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like that and, too much uh, then. Oh, uh, you know, she just was like, you know, you're going to break something. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> but, uh, and we did once in a while, but that's the way it goes. But it, you know, that's it. She grew up, you know, following wrestling. It was that was just the, the way she was. Did you go to a lot of events? I mean, I know that when I was a kid, and um, uh, there wasn't a lot to go. The the first one that I ever went to was WCW, and they they, they basically brought the least amount of stuff. Uh, and this was at the Sioux Falls Arena. Um, mm-hmm. Did you guys get to go to any of these bigger events? Because I mean, they'd be in you know Minnesota or or Iowa. Um, I don't even know well, if they went to North Dakota. I uh, boy, I don't know about North Dakota either. I know I, uh, I when I was a kid, when I was about ooh, would have been seventy four, about thirteen, twelve maybe. Uh, AWA came to Redfield in the Armory, and uh, the main event was uh, Nick Bockwinkel and Doctor X. Two out of three falls, and of course, I was a Doctor X maniac. You awesome. know. And it, and the place was just packed to the rafters. I mean, it was a benefit show for a uh, a lady in town who needed a kidney transplant, and uh, they put on a great show. I remember Bachwinkle was there, uh, Jumpin' Joe Scarpello. There's another jobber name for you. Uh, You're going way back with these names, like the like some oh, of these yeah. names you haven't heard of for like ever. Oh yeah, we're talking 45 years ago, right? You know, uh, you know it did. Uh, Oh golly! Uh, who else was in there? Uh, uh, I believe uh, Don Morocco in his very first days maybe might have been there when he looked way different than he did later. <laughs> right. Yep. You know, uh, Vern was not there. Uh, oh golly! I, 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 you know, I don't. I just remember mainly the uh, Bachwinkle Doctor X main event, two out of three falls, and it was. Uh, yeah, it was, and and the guys would come in. You know, would show up and come in and just walk in through the front door of the armory and right through the crowd, going to the dressing room. You know, and it was just, it was just crazy. It was in a town like Redfield, but you're talking what, two thousand people, maybe. Yeah, it's about uh, that, I think. Yeah, and it, uh, you know, it was just, it was a huge event. It was a huge event. Everybody was there. You know, in it, in town, the kids were talking. You know, or, I mean, uh, at school, out on the playground. Oh, wrestling tonight, wrestling tonight, you know, and I'm getting, well, I don't get to go, you know, well, sorry, you know, but, but, um, it was, and that, that was, you know, the early days. And then later on, uh, AWA in its dying days came to the arena and I took Shayna. That was her first live show. Okay. And, uh, they had, uh, oh, Greg, of course, was kind of running things back then. And Wahoo McDaniel in his last days was there and, uh, uh, Kurt Kurt Hennig was there. I think he was called Pretty Boy back then. Um, yeah, he was at one point. I don't know if that was yeah. towards his, the the end of AWA. Yeah, that was right towards the end. I mean, it died shortly after that. Um, it was uh, he he was there that night. Uh, Adrian Adonis was doing this whole. Uh, he was there. He was doing this whole uh, uh, gay type thing. You know, it was really funny uh, and. Uh, they had a. They always had a. You know, AWA Vern always had a, a Russian villain. You know, right. Ivan Koloff in the early days, and I think Soldat Ustinov was the guy that night, if I remember right. Okay. 
yeah, but anyway, that 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 came up. But yeah, we were pretty much a TV wise a w, uh, WWF family. To get back to your original question, I tend to wander sometimes. I'm no, that's old. that's okay. <laughs> uh, well, you know, with with the way that sometimes the front row crew acts, you you'd be surprised at how old uh, uh, Skip is because Skip is like a kid at heart, man. He's he's a lot of fun <laughs> and has a good time there at Midwest All Pro Wrestling. Now you said Adrian Adonis. Now, just to go back and just think about that, how far ahead of his time he was and how he was able to, to play the crowd so well um, oh. is, is just amazing because that's kind of like who paved the road for a lot of your, you know, talent that you see today. Yeah, it really was. He really was. He was a very talented guy, but he wasn't in great shape by this time. Oh, God, no. No, he wasn't but, at all. <laughs> but he... Uh, he he was he came out throwing paper mache flowers to the crowd and yep. blowing kisses and he picked a couple of guys in the front row and went over and tried to kiss them on the cheek and of course that didn't go real no, well. No, that didn't go I, at all. <laughs> which 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 he probably set up beforehand, but the crowd just ate it up. Right. I mean, there weren't any, there weren't a lot of people there. The arena, uh, the old arena, which is going to get torn down soon. We need to get into oh, that. Oh, they, but they, they are? are. Yeah, they get that. Re- well, the Sanford Premier Center has been built now, you know, oh. and, uh, and so, and that's where they have the events they bring now, like the Raw they've had in the right. last July, which I was in the front row for that. Shane was actually home for that and got his front row and backstage pass, which is an incredible experience if you ever get a chance. Right. Um, the, uh, they, it, it's just, it, it, yeah, the, the arena's going down. It's, it was built in the, you know, mid early to mid sixties and last time to year, go. I think it was uh, my son who is uh, an inspiring referee for Midwest All Pro Wrestling. He, uh, um, Ethan Iglesias. Um, we had our AAU. No, that was two years ago. AAU wrestling in the Sioux Falls mm-hmm. Arena. And people that don't know this, even if they're viewing this gonna on YouTube, it's the old school kind of setup. Um, old school seats. It's yep. really like. If you're claustrophobic, you're you're gonna go insane. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's seen it it, it it's had some great events. Uh, don't get a, any of us wrong, but um, oh, yeah. I'd like to see it get revamped and still used as another opportunity for other events. But it it's it yeah in Sioux Falls, it's you have the Premier Center now, the Sanford Premier Center, uh, which is a there's not a bad seat in the house. I don't think. I mean, I've sat in, sat in the you know the floor seats for a. WWE event. I've sat in the middle. I've sat up way up in the nosebleed section. I mean, it's not really a a bad area to sit in in any of that spots. Um, but yeah, you, no, go ahead. No, I said you really can't miss in there. And it, I remember the you know the arena when I was a kid. That was in this state. That was it. Yeah, Boy, that was the big time. I like I said, I grew up in Redfield, and Redfield is quite renowned for its uh, high school wrestling teams. Yep, and uh, I was I was a part of those, and I remember wrestling in the uh, state tournament down in uh, Redfield or down in, in the arena, and you'd walk in there and you're just like, wow, Dude. you know, and and now you know even the Redfield kids walk in there and oh we got to wrestle in this dump right today. yeah you know? that, that's what a lot <laughs> of those like older youth kids like were you know were saying like the ones that were in sixth grade like are we really like wrestling in here because we were originally supposed to be in the uh, the premier center, but they had the division one hockey that came about and was available oh, to do that. Yeah, um, did Shana yeah. ever wrestle? Cause I know that we've had a lot of great, uh, female wrestlers in the youth wrestling program. 
No, she never got into the youth program. We're a wrestling family. My brothers and I, wrestling, boxing, fighting family, martial arts family. So that explains, like, why she got into the mixed martial arts. Yeah, yeah. And she, and it, uh, it, she never, you know, and of course they didn't have, they wouldn't let girls, they still kind of won't. They will, but they don't like to let girls wrestle in high school, South Dakota. South Dakota, you know, is the last to advance in anything. Right. So, so it, uh, you know, she never got a chance, but she knew, I mean, she rolled around. She knew how to wrestle, obviously. But, uh, yeah. But, um, she, uh, you know, started getting, it's, it's an interesting story on how she first started getting into MMA. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want to get that far along yet, but, uh, she, uh, she was a, you know, she was like I said, she was part of the family, and she grew up that way, and, and always very much a tomboy, you know, and and uh, you know, and yeah, she was always right in there with us when we were having family get-togethers with uh, you know me and the brothers or whatever, and and I remember my uh, stepmother commenting to me just recently that uh, well, we have a family get-together where we all get together pretty much just once a year now, you know how that goes, and right. And uh, she just said, hey, we went through two family get-togethers in a row where none of you boys punched each other. (laughs) 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 But, but, you know, that's our family, you know? (laughs) Uh, What was your feeling? Because, I mean, it had to be for a father to know that she's going to go into this mixed martial arts, um, you know, sport. Uh, what was yeah. it like? I mean, I know that you like these sports and that stuff, but what was it like to, you know, know that your daughter's going into this? Because, I, you know, I have people ask me all the time, you know, your son's doing wrestling or football or something like that mm-hmm. because of the possible injuries. But I always use the the um, the sentence to him or the phrase like, hey, it's in a controlled environment. How did you handle it? Well, it was, you know, she was, you know, she had taken some uh, some lessons and stuff, you know, in town, and I and I taught her some things that I knew, you know, from my days in my days in the service when I was with MI, and and and, and she uh, and they were do, having some things at the Expo Center here, very low rent, you know, very uh, uh, MMA, pretty much, you know, <laughs> it was right. just, And she would she had gone to that with her friends a few times, and uh, and uh, uh, um, her and Isaac Duncan, you know, who they've been buddies since they were little. Those two, Maru. Yep. He's known around here in wrestling. He, uh, he, he you know, I, I tell you stories. That kid coming home after school and eating all my graham crackers to my house. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> true story. Ask him. But they, uh, I will because I'll, I'll probably be seeing him either this Friday for Supermania at the Sioux Falls Convention. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be in town. But yeah, I've known him <laughs> since he was a little towhead. I'll That's tell him I that he owes you a, a box of graham crackers. Is what I'll tell yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He knows that too. But anyway, she's like, oh, there was one girl at these things who was just beating all the other girls up, just a bar brawler chick, you know. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to take her on, Dad. You know, and I'm like going, and I'm like going, oh, God, you, you don't really want to get involved in this, you know. Really? I mean, you know, come on, you know. And she's like, oh, Dad, you know. And she goes, I, you know, I, I need I need the cash. And I think it was whatever the crowd threw in the ring was what they got paid. I think back then, you know, it was just an old boxing ring. And, okay. and I was like, I was like, well, all right, go in there and get your head kicked in. Might do you some good, learn a lesson, you know? <laughs> and, uh, I didn't go. 
and she went in there and she greased the girl in like 24 seconds or oh, something wow. like that. Yeah, it was just, you know, wasn't even a contest. And, and, uh, and it just went from there, you know, and she kept going. And after a while, no girl within, you know, 75 miles would fight her. Right. Yeah, and she was she, uh, uh, she was she was pretty quick though, if I remember right, in those those early fights. I'm not saying that she's not quick now, but I'm just saying yeah. like for the early fights that we heard about that she was she was pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, she was never in there long, you know. And uh, I do remember uh, one I went to. She fought some girl who was way out of shape and overweight, and I twelve seconds in, the girl was unconscious, you know, and. And uh, and woke up and was throwing up all over. You know, it was, those were the days, huh? Right. But anyway, but then uh, then she couldn't get a fight anymore around here, and so uh, she had a, a guy who was kind of training her along with what I was able to do. A guy named Omaha. I don't even know what happened to him or what came along. But anyway, he uh, got her. He was promote started promoting fights in the armory that were a little higher rent. At least they were a to that 
um, which they invited me to. Uh, actually, uh, that's a whole other story right there. But they, uh, they, they, um, she got she got invited to Ultimate Fighter, and then after Ultimate Fighter, she moved out to L.A. and lived in the same house with uh, Rhonda, her, Jasmine Duke, and Marina Shafir. Right. Uh, all four lived in the same house on Venice Beach in California. Now, am I correct and, when I say this? Wasn't she pretty much escalating in the MMA uh, ranks pretty quick? Oh yeah, she she. It was she like a short right period of time, if I remember yeah. right, because it because like the time span, um, if if I remember, because I remember hearing, because I was like, what is this girl? Did I really hear that she was from like this area that we're at? And I wasn't for sure. And I can't remember where I where I um what where I was at. I was with I know I was with my friends, and they were flipping through channels or whatever. And we all you know that was at that time where in this area that mixed martial arts was really getting really hyped. You know, it was like that excitement, kind of like you know when you know Mm -hmm. we get these wrestling events. It's like we don't see this, so we were like really excited, you know. Um, but yeah, she uh, uh, she. The I can't remember if if it was her patented like left hook or if she was a southpaw. Uh, you'd know more than I would, but she just it, it just I cringed when I saw her connect with her swings. Yeah, that was you. You thank Barnett for that. He's really really made her a striker. Yeah, um, she. Uh, I mean, she was always, of course, a submission girl. She's a submission magician now for a reason. Right. But. Uh, yeah, he, he. She could really go either way. Uh, she could fight southpaw. She could fight standard. You know, she she was she was very. Uh, I'm I'm ambidextrous, and she's got a little of that too. Okay. And so she was always very proficient either way. But it, it, she got on Ultimate Fighter. You know the uh, the show there, the one Ronda coached her. That's where they met. That's when I met Ronda the first time. Okay. Uh, was uh, and and they they flew me out and surprised her with me. Oh, you that's know, awesome! I, yeah, I, I'm at, but they put me in the same uh, casino hotel as all the women wrestlers that were going to be on the show. And by this <laughs> time, I know all these girls, right? You know? Or like, there was what you know, sixteen or you know, however many of them there, and I knew like all but like four or five of them, you know. And then they said, "Don't let her see you." So I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm there two days early, so I can't really leave the room." Right. And I'm going to tell you, TV in these places suck because they don't want you in the room. They want you down in the casino. Yeah, exactly. So you don't have really anything to really watch to keep your time. Oh, yeah. And I'm getting stir-crazy. I'm finally like, you know what, to hell with this. I'm going down to the lobby. I'm buying a USA Today newspaper, and I'm going to sit down there, and I'm going to read it. Right. You know? And so I go walking down, and I get the paper, and I'm sitting down there by the checkout desk by the doors leading out, reading the paper. And I'm down there maybe five minutes, and here they all come around the corner to go way in. <laughs> and I'm like, oh god! So I pulled the old secret agent thing with the newspaper in front of my face. Awesome! Like I love it. I love it. Wor- worked like a charm. Not a one of them saw me. <laughs> Shayna walked four feet from me and didn't see me. No you know, way. Her and uh, Tara Larosa, who I know real well, and all the, all the names back then. Yeah, four feet away, walked right by me, didn't even see me. <laughs> and uh, and then. That night after weigh-ins, they uh, they, they uh, had them all in their rooms sequestered, and, and they were inter- interviewing them all one by one on the camera. And uh, they knocked on the on the uh, you know they had me come knock on her door during the interview. They said, "Oh, go get that." And she came and opened the door, and 
And I I don't know how uh, much rough language you like on your show here, Charles. Oh, I can I can set it, it for Olympic language, you know, you know. Yeah. So well, okay. Well, you can bleep it out if you have to, because I'm not going to quote her exactly. She pops open the door and she looks at me and goes, "You fucking asshole." <laughs> <laughs> and so I go walking in, and that guy on camera at that time I was a lot heavier than I am now. I was running along about two eighty five. Okay. You know, and. uh that, that part of the show came, and somebody online clicked my picture walking in with that grin on my face. And, of course, you know I, I shaved my head. Yep. And uh, and it, it started going wrong around it. I was King Kong Bundy, and I was her dad. <laughs> that the still only reason, pops up. The, the only reason why I laugh about that is because that's the reason why, and I'm not going to say that individual's name, but you got called that at one of the map shows. Because you're you, you the 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 front row crew is getting a little rowdy. If you wanna, if that's a, a nice no, term, no, not but, us. No, not you guys. But yeah, no. Okay, so that's why that somebody like probably uh, mentioned that because I never even thought about that. I thought they were gonna go yeah. to the old go to like oh you know uh, the guy from the Mr. Adams King, family. Yeah. You know you yeah. know kind of like that. Fester, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they 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 went around that I was King Kong Bundy, and. uh you know, when he, he passed away here not long ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I got, like, messages from people. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these, they were joking, you know, because they right. all knew I wasn't him, you know. But, yeah, so it was, a, it was a thing anyway. But that was pretty much the MMA uh, career. How was that and for you? That, like, you know, because you have your daughter in this, you know, big leagues of mixed martial arts, and you're you're out in, in, in Vegas, and – I bet that had to have been a really great moment. I mean, heartfelt moment for you to be able to it, do it, that. It really was, and it was, you know, I I, I don't want to, you know, it. I mean, I was living off Shayna there, of course, but I mean, it was Dana White. They expected her to win this Ultimate Fighter, right? They, they, they everyone didn't think it was even going to be close, you know, and and all this and. Dana White is coming over and introducing himself to me and talking to me nice, which, you know, is rare for him anyway. And, uh, you know, and all this, and it was it was quite a day in the uh, UFC center that day, let me tell you. And it was, uh, I mean, they had, when, during her fight, they had me stand off to the side while her fight was going on. They had a camera on me, you know, and all this. And it was, it was quite the experience. I don't know how well I liked it or not, but anyway. That was it. And then, uh, you know, there was the four of those uh, girls in that house out in Venice, California, which was, that has some stories of its own. I know we're running <laughs> up on time here pretty soon. But, uh, but uh, you know, that one there, they that, that was a pretty crazy household, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but then that, you know, the UFC, it, it, you can see when you got to the Beth Korea fight and things like that, she, her heart wasn't in it anymore. You know, I could see that. Yeah. And I had talked to her about it, you know, saying, Shana, you know, it's time to, you know, maybe, you know, see what's next. And and she started getting into professional wrestling. And, well, the rest of the story is history, I guess. What but, yeah. uh, what brought that attention to her to her table to do a professional wrestling after this mixed martial arts? Well, it, it started because, you know, Josh Barnett is also a proficient professional wrestler. Right. He would never work for Vince. Uh but he is always a very, very renowned professional wrestler, especially in Japan. Yep. And she had gone over to Japan. Uh, well, no, not that this was a little later, but so she started on the indie circuit a little bit, got some some gigs because Josh had been training her in California, and that just kind of 
snowballed like MMA did for her. You right. know, I don't know. Bill's got a Midas touch, I guess. But but it uh, then she got to uh, she went over to Japan for like six or seven months and uh, and uh, wrestled over there. I swear, all these Japanese girls now that have come over, you know, in NXT and 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 Raw and SmackDown are. She knew all them over there. Right, she's had experience with them for quite a while. Yeah, that's why if you see that match that uh, her and Io Shirai put on that cage match on June the June 26th NXT, I think it was. Yeah. Which should be nominated for match of the year. I, I know I'm a little biased, but that was just incredible. They did things in the cage that no two women have ever done. Right, and I think if yeah. people actually were able to see matches that she had overseas they'd be really impressed because there was a lot of great ones over there as well, too. There really were. There really were. I saw a match, you know, and with her and, uh, no, I don't remember who it was over there, but they were out into the crowd and they had, they were clearing the ringside chairs and knocking them down and hitting each other with them. And, you know, it was just going crazy. Much like, uh, well, the setup for the cage match with her and EO, you know. Right. They, they poured out into the crowd at NXT, which is almost never done. Right. And they're brawling out in the crowd, which just says, well, we had to settle this, and the only way for the safety of the fans was to put it in the cage, you know? <laughs> did, did you? What was your first reaction to see that she was going to be uh, put it in a cage? Because I know that those two have a lot of great chemistry uh, with each other, and then that also well, allows with the, you know, the, the, the time that they've had to be in the ring together, but they have some great chem- chemistry. They really do. Um, then they're they're well. This is inside, but I don't think I have any trouble letting this out. They they are great friends, and um, they uh, and some of the moves like when Eo did the moonsault off the top of the cage onto Shayna, you know, which had never been done in a women's cage match before. I don't know if I've ever seen men do. I've seen men do it just to leap off, you know, pancake right. off yep. the top. I've never seen a moonsault like that, and. You know, uh, uh, like when I talked to Shayna about it, besides the fact that, God, that hurt, you know, <laughs> but she she said the only way that could get pulled off is when you have two very experienced people wrestling that trust each other. Right. Because there's things that and could go she, wrong. So so much yeah, could go wrong. Well, for EO, I mean, she does that that moonsault backflip off there blind, and she just got to trust. Oh, yeah. This thing is going to be there, you know. And uh, they, of course, they hit it perfectly, you know, as as, as you saw if you watched the match. Yep. I think it should be a match there. And, and just a little aside, uh, Candice LeRae just did a straight jump off the uh, top of the cage onto Jessamine Duke, yep. and they hit that one perfectly, too. So that was uh, that's another little kudo there in Jessamine. I, I love well, that gal. She's the sweetheart. <laughs> speaking of uh, Candice, and uh, your daughter and uh, Shayna and her, the Queen of Spades and Candice LeRae, yep are going to have a match coming up here uh, actually a week from today. Um, That's fact. The opening up. uh, I bet, you know, as a a father to father, you have to be really proud of what your daughter has has done in her life. Um, Oh. Just give some of the listeners and viewers, like, if you sit there and watch on TV, like, this stuff, like, what is your feeling? Because – you know, not a lot of people get that reaction from the family. I mean, I have a friend, Cole, who is uh, Candice Ray's brother uh, that's on this show on a regular basis. Uh, but, yeah. you know, he tells us how he feels and, and, and it, how cool it is and that to see her on, on the show. Uh, how does it feel to see her on this big stage? Because now it's on USA Network. 
You know, it, it's not on the WWE yeah. Network anymore. So this is a wow. more wide variety of people to be able to see this on cable TV. Yeah, it it and oh boy, she was excited that first show last a week ago tonight. Um, you know, she we were chatting and, and she was really pumped about that. She's it's it's really you know. I have a, a high school buddy of mine whose daughter is a top collegiate swimmer. Okay. You know, and, and does some international competitions. And he and I were chatting recently. He said, "Boy, life really changes when your when your daughter gets known on a national and international level." You know. Right. And it really does. I mean, I I've had to change some of my lifestyle. I have to be careful. You know, I'll get probably six, eight, ten friend requests a week on Facebook. Of people who are trying to friend me to be able to get at her private account. Right. You know? And I, that's, that's you know? one thing that I'd like to say real quick. And I don't mean to interrupt you. I was, sure. when I first met you at Midwest all pro uh, wrestling events, um, you know, I told my son who you were, I already knew, you know, kind yeah. of uh, got told by some of the other guys there. Cause they wanted to tell my son about it. And, you know, he's, he's loved yeah. professional wrestling for a long time. And, and, you know, sure. and, and, um, both uh, Eugene and his wife have have a heart of gold, and they've taken my son under their wing to to help him out. You know, kind of live his dream. Sure. But uh, that's the thing I was afraid of. I didn't want to like friend request you on Facebook or do that because I have a lot of respect. Like mm-hmm. I have a classmate that played in the NFL at at a high level. Played with the San Diego Chargers. Mm-hmm. Played with the Minnesota sure. Vikings and the St. Louis Rams before they moved. Ben Lieber and I had people come yep. up. And I'm not saying this to brag, but I did at one point, which I never thought I would had people come up to me and ask me if there was any way because my son's a huge fan. Like, can I get, can you get me to get tickets and stuff? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like uh, you gotta, so like, how do you deal with that? I just tell them, I, you know, I got no control over that. That's pretty much my go-to phrase. You know, I, you know, I don't, you know, she, and, and I don't, you know, she, uh, it's, it's like I said, life changes, you know, you have to be a little more careful. She, uh, she uh first thing she did was make us take our name out of the phone book right and uh you know she she uh and and uh because we still have our landline for reasons unknown because the ringer isn't even turned on so <laughs> I don't even know, well i can, know? i can say you're you're that it was a great <laughs> idea to have your name uh taken out of the phone yeah. book because there's a gentleman in town here that uh and a, and a, and his wife um that moved in here that had the same last name as Lieber no relation oh, whatsoever yeah. right uh mm-hmm. i think i think uh Ben's dad took and his mom took their number out of there when he you know became in the NFL and now he's on TV now um but sure. this this gentleman uh, kept getting cuz my mom at the point when she was uh getting a second job to work had a check and it was like are, are you like related and he's like no but i get all these damn calls all the time like he had oh. at least 100 calls a day and he had to change his number and then he kind of figured out like oh well i better take my na- name out of the phone book because he kept wondering like why do i keep getting all these calls so yeah, oh, yeah. You're, you're, it, she saved you yeah. uh, uh, a lot of stress let's let's just say that I, I got a lot of those when she was in the ufc Oh wow! Uh, before before we turned it off, I you know the uh, writers you know who had tried to be getting inside information. Oh yeah. You know, and I got really really good at dealing with them. You know, it was uh, they'd call and I'd pick up the phone because you know back in you know you just 
phone rings to pick it up back to you know, I'm old school. And uh, they'd say who they were, you know, and they'd go, uh, so are, are you related to Shayna Baszler? And I'd say, and I'd, and I'd go, oh, yeah, um, and I would launch off on this diatribe, political whatever I could pop into mind, you know, I'm gonna, just for like three or four minutes that had nothing to do with anything, you know. Yeah. And then I'd, after it was a while, I would, I would when it got then. But uh, Shayna Baszler, never heard of her, and I'd hang up. <laughs> yeah, you're you're pretty yeah. quick quick witted when it comes to like comments and stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love yeah, it. it. But and, and then the other thing, if on Facebook, if uh, if somebody tags my name like on a picture or something, yeah. Oh God, then the requests roll in. Oh yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, you know, I've gotten real good at looking at the name and looking at a mutual friend thing type, you know. I, I, you know, I have, I can't imagine what you have to go through and have to do that because there's a lot of times where I have friend requests and I'm like, oh God, is this a bot or is this, you know, somebody, yeah. you know, so like, you know, I, I'll pray for you every time, uh, sends, <laughs> sends this because I, I barely, what do you get? Like a hundred requests probably a day almost at, at the beginning of that. Um, yeah, I don't know if I've ever had a hundred. I've had in the high double figures though before. It's not nearly as bad now. Yeah. Um, but it was yeah for a while it was it was pretty bad. But yeah, you know she's known well she's worldwide known now you right. know and and it just you know we we've adjusted you know our family has just plain adjusted it, you have to yeah you know you know adjust or die as they say you know <laughs> right? but but and she was worried about because you know she said she's got some some. Uh, unbalanced people that have followed her around and stuff, and she worries about that. But yeah. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not all that young anymore, but I'm well capable of taking care of myself. You know. I, oh uh, yeah, you're like, I, uh, you're like what six two? About six two, two fifty. Yeah. yeah the, uh, and I, I have a background. Like I said, I was in MI in the service and yep. stuff. So, and, and you know, so I, I, I assured her, I go, believe me, anyone who comes around the house here causing trouble is in for serious trouble uh i was so, a, i know. was a dumb little idiot kid if you believe it or not that i decided to stay at the bottom of the steps and scare my dad thought it was going to be funny and Uh-oh. you know without <laughs> even hesitating he didn't do it on purpose but he had me damn near through that wall because he just his, oh, yeah. his training clicked <laughs> like that you know yep. so yep. i yeah trust me like people you just don't be idiots don't don't be a stupid idiot yeah. and just you know yeah. let them be um, yeah. so you were, before we got onto the show, you were telling me about a couple of like funny stories about you being at a, uh, events live watching her and you hear some of the crowd, uh, like, what do you do to deal with that? <laughs> that, because I know you said something about her, her two uncles, you know, quote unquote uncles are there with you. Yeah. Johnny and Larry, my, uh, the front row crew. What W NXT was in Minneapolis here. Oh God. When was that? February? Or no, this is, yeah, about February, I think. And we drove up there, and she got us tickets front row. And, um, and, uh, and, you know, and, and I was talking, the guys behind me knew that I was her daughter, and Paul Elring's daughter was on that card, too. Okay. And he was there, you know. And Shana was wrestling, and there was this loud mouth in the second row, isn't there always? Yeah, right. And, um, who <laughs> was, the, you know, maybe the first thing, row sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, well, that could be, especially at map events. I can think of three guys, but anyway, <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, they, 
you know, he was yelling some really vile things, you know. Right. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, the, the front row crew, uh, I'm not a small person, as you said, and, and one of the, our front row crew, Johnny, he makes me look small, you yeah. know. And, uh, and the guy, the guy's just a monster. He's heart of gold, one of the nicest people you will ever he meet. He can look mean, but, yeah, he's a nice guy once you meet yeah. him. Yeah, but anyway, I think, and, and and the guys behind me who were talking to me knew of her as her uncles, you know, and uh, and about ninety seconds into the into her match, you know, the stuff he was saying and all that, all of a sudden he just quieted down. <laughs> and I look back and I think those guys leaned over and pointed at the three of us and said, "Her dad and her uncles, man." Yeah. You know? yeah <laughs> and, no. uh, and, uh, I would. But, I wouldn't. You know, it, I wouldn't want to mess with that. I, I trust me. Yeah, he, he. I've grown a skin. You know, I know that those people are out there, and they bought their ticket, and they got their right to scream and yell what they want. Yeah. You know, and they're helping pay her her uh, salary. You know, or her her uh, her money for that night, and and so you just you just learn to live with it. You know, it. it uh, when Raw was in town, I started to tell you this story too. Yeah. Uh, when Raw was in town last July, she was home for Fourth of July. Okay, and she got us front row tickets. She said she couldn't sit down in the front row, of course, so she was up in the VIP boxes with a friend of hers. But uh, we went to uh, we went to that, and she got us backstage passes too, and we got to go backstage and to see the infrastructure they set up back there for just one night is just incredible. Oh, I can only imagine. Incredible. I mean, it was you know it was. It was, you know, banks of TVs. They have focus groups set in a couple of different cities around the country, you know, and 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 you know that say you know sit have a dial for each wrestler they're watching, you know, and stuff like that, and rating each wrestler, and and uh, you know, and and you know, it's just it's just amazing. And then the wrestlers walking around back there, and you see them walking, and of course, you know, you get the whole wrestling fake, wrestling fake. And I go, well, you know, you should probably change that wrestling scripted. Right, yeah. But don't ever try some of that stuff one time and tell me how fake it is. Right. You know? Oh, I tell that but, to everybody all the time. Yeah, because these guys are walking around, and I'm seeing them and meeting them and stuff. And, and, I mean, they got bruises and scratches and swellings, you know, and stuff. And I'm going, like, living, and they're well paid for a reason. But, you know, some of the, you think, you know, I'm very conversant on who's in the WWE and stuff. And some guys would walk by just in their regular clothes, and I'd go, God, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Right. And Shane's like, oh, that's Seth Rollins. And I'm like, oh, wow. You know, and, and it's kind of, you know, I mean, I always thought Seth Rollins, you know, probably a guy about my size, you know, you watch TV. He's just a little guy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, compared to me, you know, he, and I'm like going, geez, this is all, you know, and I met, met Kurt Angle and, you know, uh, you know, a lot, oh, a lot of the people, and of course, all as soon as she showed up, all the girl wrestlers come. So the, the the female wrestlers in the WWE are like this huge club, you know? right? And they uh, hang around, and they all met Bailey and Ember, and oh, they were all they were all there, and it, it was just a really good time and a really eye opener as to how that whole system works. It's really incredible, and uh, it's like so they move a from whole a building. Like yeah. a whole office yeah. building yeah. Like, at every day that they go to wherever event. It's, I mean, yeah. I always wonder like the time frame that it takes them to like start to set up and how when it gets you know how it it's timed out because it just all the pieces that they have to put together 
um, to make it make the show go on is just absolutely amazing. I think they got there the day before. I'm not totally sure, but right. yeah. But um, I talked to Bailey. I talked to Natty Hart for quite a while. You know, I was a big fan of her dad's back in the day, and uh, she's just a sweetheart of a gal. They, uh, it was, it was just Nia Jax. Talked to her for quite a while. Her, her, and uh, and uh, Shana's mother both grew up in Honolulu, right in Hawaii. Oh, okay. Nia, Nia was born in Hawaii, so they talked more, you know, with each other. Right. But it was, uh, it was. Uh, it was quite a night, quite a night. Well, one thing that I just remembered is that when um, it was, uh, and, and I'm going to be like, I'm going to get crap for this for not remembering the actual WrestleMania, but when she was at WrestleMania with Shayna and The Rock was there and then they, you know, they had their little thing with uh, Triple H and Stephanie, um, did you watch that WrestleMania? And, like, can you tell some people, like, what your reaction was just to see her on that grandest stage on TV? I mean, she was in the crowd sitting next to her with, with, with all four yeah. of them together. Like, that had to be kind of impressive. It really was. It really was to sit there and go, that's my daughter, ringside at WrestleMania. And uh, she had video of them. Um, they had dinner with the McMahons that day before the uh, before the uh, the event that night. Okay. And they were, um, it was just, uh, you know, and it was, it was whole cause you know, Vince was, Vince was really, was really courting all four of them by that time. Right. And, uh, you know, mainly Rhonda, but he, he knew Vince knows where a dollar could oh, be. Oh yeah. Boy. Yep. You know, and he, and he, uh, and Triple H and Stephanie, Stephanie just loves all four of them. You know, uh, Shane has nothing but good things to say about Stephanie. Um, they uh and she loves Triple H. I mean, he's just uh you know, he he you know, he's responsible for her getting the push and now she's who described by many as the absolute one of the best heels in the business right now. Right. The the fact you know? that uh um when Rhea came out and they had their interaction in the ring, I thought that was perfect. I thought their match was perfect too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, real quick before we get uh, going to the end of the show, um, I know that there's a backstory, and you don't have to say it uh, if you don't want to, about why uh, she says, uh, or the announcer says, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I can tell you, and I've said this to you before, my son goes completely nuts when he hears that because the fact that he's a yeah. little kid, he's from South Dakota, and see that somebody there. I mean, he knows about Brock Lesnar. His classmate's dad uh, was on the wrestling team with Brock Lesnar. Um, oh sure. Um, and so, like you know, he's heard stories about that, and I've told him like when I've seen him at wrestling events when he was in high school wrestling. Um, like yeah, tell the the listeners and viewers a little bit about that because I think that's really cool because it does inspire a lot of kids here in South Dakota to see well, that and hear it. Well, she, uh, you know, even though it's been oh gosh eight or nine years since she actually lived in in Sioux Falls here, um. She insists that they say from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. She uh, she tells them that you you list me as from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, because she grew up in this town. She loves this town, and um, and that's just that's all her. That's all her. You know, uh, saying that's where I'm from and that's where you announce me from. You don't announce me from. Well, now she lives in Orlando and she did live in Venice Beach and she's lived. You know, she's lived all over. Right. Lived in Tokyo for you know mo- most of a year there. Um, but uh, she, you know, and now yeah, that that's all her. That's all her. She's 
she uh, honors her honors her uh, as she says my hometown she calls it so right and and as a father to a father I respect that and I thank you for uh, raising that that type of a, a daughter to you know to realize that you yeah. know it's an inspiration for a lot of young kids because you don't have a lot of you know real big time celebrities that some of these kids know I mean yeah we know about some of the older celebrities like the you know the girl on you know the Duke's Hazard and stuff like that yeah. um, you know but. You know, just to see that for kids, to be inspired, be like, oh, yeah, we could make it at least sometimes. You know, it motivates well, them. Yeah, and it, it's, it's a, it's you know, she, she travels so much on the road, as you know. And she, she got, when she came home one time, I don't remember if it was the early days of wrestling or the days of the height of the UFC or whatever. Anyway, she came home, and it had been, you know, she'd flight connections were bad and stuff, and she... And she got home, and she pulled up to the house in her rental car, and she got in, and she came in the door, and you could just see it on her face. She was just like, oh, I'm home. Right. You know? You know, and it was it, it really was touching. She, uh, she's, a, she's a complicated girl, let me tell you. <laughs> but she, uh, she, she loves what she's doing, and this is what she was raised to do. This is all she wanted to do, and um, she's really headed – well, she's almost at the pinnacle, but she's really headed for it. Now, there's one, one quick story I want to say before we go. Yeah, go I'm ahead. Driving. I'm actually driving right now. <laughs> <laughs> but road they, trip uh, stories, road trip stories. Yeah, no kidding. But they, um, she said, uh, you know, and, oh, God, now I forgot the story that I was going to tell. She was going to, uh, what were we talking about? I went off on a tangent there. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, um, when, when she, uh, well. I guess it doesn't matter, but <laughs> my mind blanked on me. I'm getting old, Charles. But no, it's okay. They, uh, but uh, you know, she's just she's she's a she's a complicated girl, and um, that has she to be loves nice, what she's though, doing. Like... And oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. When we have our family get together, I talked about where none of us punched each other for right. a couple of yep, years now. Yep. Uh, there are a lot of little kids. You know, my granddaughters from Shana's sister. And uh, I have a seven-year-old and six-year-old twins, two, three girls, and there's about eight or nine of them that are running around about that age, you know. And they all love her, of course. And right. she rolls on the floor with them, and you know, plays around with them. She's really a kid at heart, you know, and and does magic tricks. She's an unbelievable magic. That's how she got the Queen of Spades name. Nice. Uh, but uh, does magic tricks, and then now that she's on TV. And when she was in Minneapolis, some of those kids live in Minneapolis with my niece. And she brought them to the show and says, now you have to explain to them, you know, how this works. This oh, is yeah. not the jolly old Aunt Shana that they know. Right. You know? Yep. This is not going to be the girl that, that rolls around on the floor and does magic tricks and laughs and, you know, tickles you and things like that. No. Right. This is a whole different person, you know. Yep. And she plays, she plays the heel and she plays it so well. You know, that, that big bully heel intimidator thing. I don't know where she learned that. <laughs> I was just going to say, but, um, I wonder where she got that from. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had my day. I had my day. But they, uh, <laughs> but she, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's just, you know, and where's it going to go from here? Who knows, you know? Uh, you know, uh, with NXT being moved up to an equal brand with, uh, with uh, Raw and SmackDown, who knows? Who knows where it's going? Who knows where it's going? Uh, I think this is a great fit for Shayna. I think it's a great fit for the whole roster to be um, at this thing. I was a little hesitant 
uh, about it um, because of what's been going on in the previous shows. Uh, sure. Because just the way that, you know, and then the previous talents that get that come up, that's the only reason why. I mean, there's a lot of people that will listen to this that will they'll give me a lot of crap being like, oh, you were so against it. Yeah, I was because, you know, I don't want to see, like, pe- people from, uh, like, South Dakota, like Shana or, you know, any of them get thrown down yeah. there and get, you know, their their yeah. skill level, the way that they're booked and everything in NXT is so great where they were at. I just didn't want them to get thrown in the mix and then just, you know, and I know they're there to do their job, but as a fan and as somebody that respects you and your family and, and Shayna, and um, I just didn't want to see her go down that road. And, um, you know, they're going to do their job no matter what. But um, I, I think it, it's a great fit. And I think that uh, she's already been on the on the, the main roster for the last couple of years that she's been on NXT with all those other individuals on the roster. Oh, yeah. yeah, she, you know, and, and, and they knew that uh, – this USA thing was coming for quite a while, I think. And because I was wondering for a while, because they were moving people up that were, you know, I, I don't want to be derogatory or anything, lesser draws, you know. And uh, I'm going like, because they're keeping her and Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream and 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 they're, they're big draws and they're they're hanging on to them. They're not moving them. And I'm right. like, what's going on here? You know, and then... Uh, you weren't the only and one. I think now there was a lot why. of them. There was a lot of them that were, you know, why aren't they on the main roster like with Velveteen Dream? Yeah. Um, I, I'm and glad I, I, Adam Cole's with uh, was still with Undisputed though. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, he's he's. Uh, I, I've met him. I met him backstage at uh, in, in Minneapolis that night. Nice guy. I met Dream. Kind of. He's a little aloof. Uh, he doesn't talk much. Shana says he's just a really quiet guy. Actually. Wow, but guy. I met him too. He's he's a physical specimen, boy. Let me tell Isn't you. Isn't he tall? He, uh, Isn't he like really, really, really yeah. tall? It's not the he's cameras a, he's that a fair amount tall. Yeah. He, he's a fair amount taller than I am. Oh, yeah, wow, he's okay. really tall, and he's he's so good. I just love watching him in the ring. He's just uh, he's just great. He's just great. I I really hope there's great things ahead for him. But you know how the business goes. You just never know. Right. So let's real quick. We'll end the show with this. So like I we were saying earlier, um. In, in a week from today, from tonight, uh, it's a one-on-one battle with Shayna Baszler and Candice LeRae. Um, That's every, right. Everybody else is going to know who you're probably going to pick, but what you're most excited about this match, and, and then obviously give us your, your pick who's going to win. Well, there is no doubt the Queen of Spades will dominate this lesser individual. I'm slipping into my heel daddy here. There you go. Um, you know, it, it, there could be little doubt. You know, she destroyed her in the Mae Young Classic. She's destroyed her in house shows since. I don't know. You know, bring us some real challenge. Bring us some real challenge. I love it. And we'll end the show of that. For myself, DJ <laughs> Barbecue, this is Skip Baszler. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Everybody have a good night. Peace. See you, buddy. See ya.